Where are we going? Over the top. It's time to go over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? How are you on this Wednesday afternoon? It is an overcast day here in Atlanta. It's not a great day, to be honest with you. I mean, it is a great day. It's, yeah, every day is a great day. It, Remember every day that. is a great day. Every, but every day is a great day. It's... It's not sunny. It's sunny, though, at really 1100 a.m. on Over the Top. Amen. With Michelle Taylor Willis right here. I am your drive home entertainment every Wednesday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Right here, you will be entertained, inspired, in, what's another word that starts with N? Tune. Oh, see what you did there, mm. youngster. Hey, hey, I got my moments. That was so good. Thank that was you. so Thank good. You. I got to make sure I welcome all of our uh, iHeartRadio listeners. There's 128 million people out there right now that could be listening to Over the Top. And let me tell you something. Today's show, mm-hmm. I have a feeling mm, yeah. it's going to be so good. But I'm not going to tell y'all who it is yet. I'll just <laughs> let him talk a little bit in the background. And then I'm going to come back. If it, it, I'm just going to say this. Okay. If you like basketball, you are in for a treat today. Do we not have, like, the most amazing people? We got I, NFL athletes from, I mean, any team. We don't miss. We've got entertainers. we got actors. we got well-known actors. we got up-and-coming chefs. actors. we got chefs. we got personalities. Some of everybody comes in this, too. And the thing is, it's so unassuming. You wouldn't know. You just walk in, and you just might. Barack Obama might be sitting here one day. <laughs> don't play with me. Y'all won't even <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that happens on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. There's a reason we named the show Over the Top, because all the stuff we're doing here is... Over the Top! You're so good. Thank I was hoping you. that you would kind of come in on that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so of before course. we get started, first of all, okay, so welcome everybody. From 4 to 6 p.m., guys, you're in for a treat today. But let me start by saying thank you. I gotta give a huge shout out. The National Coalition, this is such a mouthful oh, yes. every time I say it. Okay. The National Coalition of 100 Black Women honored me on Saturday night with their Pioneer Award, mm. which is like their flagship or one of their flagship awards. Hey, am I going to get some applause for that? Oh my gosh. So produ- my producer's <laughs> just like, I don't feel, that wasn't real applause. It wasn't real <laughs> applause. I don't feel. I don't feel like you meant it. You got to clap it up yourself. Oh, wait, he's like, <laughs> he said, I know, he said, right? Hold on, hold on. I got to clap for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can see, yeah, I got to yeah. Charles yeah. Oakley is Oh, shoot. I didn't mean to say. <laughs> I didn't mean to say he was. It was who, who, who? Who? What? There Who's you go. that? Yeah. Yes. Anywho. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Right. You made up for it. Okay. All right. I guess I'll let you stay one more week, Greg. Shout out to my amazing producer. <laughs> uh, but no, I just seriously, I want to say thank you to the uh, Metro Atlanta chapter of the National Coalition of 100 Black Women. Um, they called me a couple weeks ago and, you know, asked me. They, they said they wanted to nominate me. And then uh, they called me like two days later and said that I had gotten an award. So I just want to say thank you so much. I just feel like it is an honor every time somebody recognizes you in real time for the work you do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like you do the work to be recognized. But who doesn't like getting awards? I don't, I can't 
I like all kinds of. If somebody <laughs> gave me a cookie right now and was like, "Congratulations, Michelle," I would be like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much." One because I love cookies and I'm greedy. Really. But two because it's a thing about giving, giving people flowers while they're here. I mean, you have people doing amazing work. You know what I mean? And people don't always get recognized for the stuff they do. Speaking of which, the April issue of So Food Lifestyle Magazine. Yes. We, I got to make sure I give a shout out if you're following me right here. And y'all know y'all can follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. Zernona Clayton is somebody, and I, I'm, we're putting it, we got her on Facebook and we got her on Instagram. Um, this is a name. Do you know who Zernona Clayton is? No. Oh my gosh, this is what I'm talking about. Wow. Why? This is what I'm talking about. I okay. Mean, it's a lot of people you don't know that. No, could I'm going to tell you. I'm a citizen. Too, so it, 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 it is what it is. Okay. It's okay. All right. Let that's me tell you. Now. Thing. Okay, it's okay, Mr. Oakley, that's enough. Yes. All right, listen. I'm going to be, I'm with you because honestly, before I moved to Atlanta, I didn't know who she was either. Greg, do you know who Zernona Clayton is? Dang. Oh, too. <laughs> hey. Okay. So, look like this, somebody at the free throw line. Okay. Listen. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a day of basketball analogy. No, it's funny because I had no, one no. on my mind. I didn't want to say it, though. It's going to be a day of basketball Yeah, building a house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Zenona Clayton is literally the queen of the civil rights movement. Okay. Like Martin Luther King. Yes. Yes. Wow. Martin Luther King is the king. She's the queen. Wow. Okay. She is the queen, and she's on the cover of Sofu Lifestyle magazine. She, I mean, and if you look in the pictures in here, Zernona is standing right next to Martin. Okay. Well, you don't want to have a magazine. I know. Well, I brought okay. it for you. Thank you. So I'm going to give you, you a copy. Did. Like homework. Give us the homework, then we apply on the show. You're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be educated today. That's good. Charles, you didn't know. You didn't know what you were in for. No. But let me tell you something. She is one of the reasons black people can actually be treated at hospitals. Uh -huh. She helped integrate hospitals. So, Not just here in Georgia, everywhere. I'm sorry, that is so, so amazing. Yes. Jagger Robin baseball. She integrated in the hospital. Kings. Just did it all. She did it all. And let me tell you what else. You have heard of the Trumpet Awards, right? Yeah. Greg, you heard of the Trumpet yeah. Awards? Guess who invented the Trumpet Awards? Well. I mean, it's not a trick question, guys. She's, we, she's had right to make, here. we had to make sure. We, we had to make sure. I mean, I need somebody. Anybody on Instagram, Facebook, do y'all hear me? Who? Nobody wants to take a, <laughs> a stab at it? No? Zernona Clayton. Oh, my gosh. I should have guessed it. I should have guessed it. Are you it. guys serious? <laughs> Always, you know, A, B, come after. So. No, because you could have just said Martin Luther King and just messed us all up. No. <laughs> Zernona Clayton. I will say, though, I hate that we did not learn about her at all. Dude, I cannot that, that believe. Is very how do upsetting. you go through How do you go through school and not know who Zernona Clayton is, especially We're in Georgia. This is if terrible. you live in Atlanta? Like. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Atlanta. I mean, Georgia for sure, but Atlanta. I, I hate that we didn't learn that. She is the founder of the Trumpet Awards, which is like our black Oscars, right? This is black excellence. Mm -hmm. She found it and she sold it to Bounce, I think, TV is what she. But, I mean, she is literally, she's been honored so many times. And do I have to mention that she is a member of the most prestigious. Oh, here we go. Yes, she is. Now keep going. Give Don't stop. Put all the butt on the potato. Don't stop. Keep going. She's a member of the most prestigious. Okay, mm -hmm. Delta. AKA, he said it first. Mm, take your time, Pastor. Right. Take your time. Right yes. Mm. <laughs> of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority in 
Incorporated. Now, did you know that off a rip, or did you just take a guess? My niece, AK. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's right. He knows greatness when he sees it. Okay, okay. He knows greatness when he sees it. Yeah. I mean, so she has been, She when you go into her office, she has an office here in Atlanta, and her office is floor to ceiling awards. She's got president, she's got pictures with every president since Kennedy. I mean, she is like, she's so decorated. She has got to be one of the most highly decorated people in America right now, and nobody knows it. So what part of what we do, and you know this, yep. we give people platforms, and she needs her flowers now. So she's on the cover of the April issue. There's actually, I believe, a statue that's going to be erected in her honor. Hey, thank goodness. That's awesome. Yes. We need to and put her in the school system. She needs to be in all the books. Curriculum, I mean, but not don't the school system. get me started system. on our education system. We, yeah, we could. We're yeah. backwards all kinds of ways. What look? What system? Um. All kinds of ways. <laughs> but you guys got to make sure you check out the uh, April issue and learn about Zernona Clayton. She is dope. So I want to make sure I gave her a shout out. Um, a shout out today. But Zernona is to civil rights as blank is to basketball. Come on. Come on. What well, Blake? <laughs> you said Blake the basketball. Blake. Not Blake. It's oh, a, Blake. I thought you said Blake. I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to to to, to toss you up for this intro here. Uh -huh. he, I mean, you guys are failing. Do y'all need? You need something to drink? No. Do I need to go get some of your? No. Okay. <laughs> you need to have a a wonderful Coke product. I gotta give a shout out to mm. Coca Cola United, always supplying us and the guests of the Over the Top Radio Show on Real 1100 AM with amazing drinks. Today we've got the little, these little tiny cans of Coca-Cola, yeah. Coke Zero. We got Sprite. We got Coke with coffee. I'm sticking with water. Okay, three you know. sizes. Okay, ain't no problem. Small, medium, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, look. When you're the king, you get it all. You know what you I'm saying? You get it all. <laughs> you get it all. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm giving you. I'm giving you your flowers. Okay. Let me try it again. Zernona Clayton is to civil rights as blank is to basketball. Wow, you're not talking about Kareem, are you? Will Chamberlain. Wow, the legends. Those I mean, are those, those are top I'm two. I'm sitting names. in front of a legend. No, I'm not. I'm not. That tells they, you how humble the real he is, legend. right? You're they, kidding, that right? Tell you how humble he oh, is. Yes. You're, you're kidding, right? You see what uh, Jackie Robinson? I mean, all them guys: Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell, Kareem, back in the '60s. So, what would you call yourself? I'm just, I'm just part of the. Part of the pie. Just part of the pie? I'm just one of the ingredients in the pie. Well, he's a huge piece of the pie, and I am going to formally introduce you guys to our guest today, the enforcer, mm -hmm. Mr. Charles Oakley, basketball legend. Thank you. I'm going to, yes, you're a legend. Hey, what about his applause? <laughs> hey, it's one of the, hey, it's good, it's when, good. When you, got, when you got a bag for it, it ain't meant for you. I know, right? It's okay. When you got to beg for it, it ain't meant for you. Look at that. All right, Facebook, you get to see him up close and personal. Did you put him on Instagram too? But of course. I'm sorry. If you're riding home right now, Real 1100 AM listeners, you got to go back and you got to find me at Michelle Taylor Willis so you can see the marvel that we have sitting in front of us today. But you are a legend. Thank you. You absolutely are. And I, I get it. Listen, that. you're humble. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, everybody knows the you know what you put into the game, how mm -hmm. the game was changed because of you. I mean, like seriously, you you put this grit and gr I mean, like into the game. Uh, I mean, there's a reason, right? We call you the enforcer, yeah. right? Yeah. 
He's got a new book out, play for the Bulls. and I mean, like, this guy has been around the block. But on top of that, he is now doing good for the community. He's got his own foundation. I mean, we have so many amazing things to talk about. Mm-hmm. And if he won't give himself his own roses, I will give him roses. And by Thank the you. end of the show, you won't have to beg for applause. It's going to come automatically. Okay. Well, some people have to wake up. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Greg just hasn't had his coffee yet. That's what it is, right? Greg's like, no coffee yet. All right, guys, we got to take a quick break here. But when we come back, we're going to talk to the enforcer himself, Charles Oakley, who we are so honored to have in the radio uh, at the station today. We got the senseless shenanigans. I said senseless shenanigans. Shenanigans. Nah, cinnamon. We got, <laughs> we got the senseless shenanigans at 5 o'clock at the top of the hour. We got the Ask Michelle segment where you can call in and you can actually talk to Charles if you want to do that. But until then, we can take a quick break. Don't touch your dial. If you're in your car, don't get out. If you're on Instagram, don't hit the X button. Don't do anything until you come back. And talk to me. It's Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Hang tight. We'll be right back, y'all. Over the top. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. All right, we are back. Okay, I just got to say, I love that bumper. That one right there, Michelle. Michelle. I mean, you knocked it out the park on that. Give yourself applause. Oh, gosh. It goes from bad to worse, guys, from bad to worse. It is 428 on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. We're right here in Midtown Atlanta on Real 1100 AM. i got to give a huge shout-out to everybody on iHeart. If you are listening live, welcome from all over the world. And speaking of world, we have a world champion in here right now. Charles Oakley, drafted ninth overall pick back in 1995 by the Cavs, and he is now 85. Yeah, 80. did I say? Oh, 85. I need glasses. I'm, I'm, I know I'm getting close to 100. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, stop that. I know I'm getting close to 100. <laughs> oh gosh, but you look. I mean, I, I wouldn't put you a day over 42. Oh, okay. You look amazing. 42 is a good number. 42 is a great number. It's a legend number, number in baseball. Jack and Robinson. Yeah, oh, I was like, I, I, I was about to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, been, sir, no, you don't know. We see you coming outside. <laughs> wait, we see, we see what happened. You put it in he the said, He said, all right, man. <laughs> put it in reverse, but you don't look back. I started to say. Back into somebody. <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the record, I started to say Jackie Robinson. Does that count? No, start to say and say the two different things. Okay, all right. I like this guy. He likes to push back <laughs> oh, on yeah. the MT dubs. Uh, you gonna give me something to work with today? We're yeah. gonna have a little push and pull. Oh, yeah. Charles Oakley. But get in the weight room, come over here. Oh, Ooh. oh, what's that? Oh, he doesn't know. Did he? He don't know. Did he? He doesn't know. He don't know. Yeah. Boy, no, this me, one is very fit. Wait, I got a, I got a question for you. Do you have any band aids? Cause I am ripped. I should have said you cut. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. Oh. You ripped the mean okay. somebody. Put, now he's, uh-oh. Now he, they really are going at it today. It is. <laughs> I meant I meant ripped. No, I meant cut. <laughs> Wait, what's the one with ripped? Do you have a needle and thread? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, see, that makes sense. Do you have sense. a needle and thread? Because I'm, I'm ripped. ripped. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Come with it now, Charles. They got to sew you up. That ain't good. Oh, God. That means you're going to bleed it down. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is going nowhere so fast. No, but seriously, we are so we're glad to have you in here. And listen, the when I met, I just met him on Saturday. Was that Saturday? Sunday. You always a day off. It's okay. <laughs> you said Monday and Sunday. What Tuesday. did I do to you to make you so harsh with me? All I try to do is love you. I'm just it's just conversation. Don't you know I'm lo- I love you? Oh, okay. I love you from the moment I walked up and saw your <laughs> <laughs> And saw you from the moment I talked to you blindly on the phone. Okay, so let me tell y'all what happened. How I actually got to him. Wait, was it was by accident? It was totally by accident. So when we walked in, do you say you never know how your day is gonna right. shape up? I never know. When I leave my house, I have no idea what is gonna happen. Is anybody else like that? It's like it the police, just goes. police officer. They never know. They never know exactly. Home. So they're good ones. So that me and police, me and the popo. Oh, on the yeah. same kind of wavelength here. Is that a good comparison? It's a great comparison. Okay. Yeah. Firefighters, too. And firefighters. And that's, that's true. a lot of people. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, wait. Fire, they, they sleep over. They don't leave home too much. They don't. Oh, you know they, what? That's they stay home do. three days, work three days, go home for so. I want to go and sleep in a fire station. Really? Yeah. I want to go and I, I want to like have them cook spaghetti and meatballs for me. Okay. I know a place you can hide out at. So when they cook it and work, then they get a call. Fire station, 55, you got a... Over here on South Side, yeah, da-da. yeah. So I'm, they oh, clear everything off, then go to the scene, then they come back and turn it back on. That's right. Look, I'm ready. I can do oh, it. I'm, in, okay. I'm a triathlete. Okay. I, I'm a triathlete. I can slide down a pole. <laughs> uh, okay. When I said it, I was like, "This is gonna yeah, be." It's gonna sound <laughs> terrible on paper. So that's <laughs> why you want to go to the fire station. You want to get on that pole. I just want to get on the pole. Right? <laughs> oh, talk it, talk it, walk it. <laughs> Okay, so this is what happened. I'm talking to my, my, I was headed out to Tommy. Oh, happy birthday, Tommy Dorch. You know Tommy Dorch? I uh, know, not personally. You know of him though, right? No. Yeah. Tommy had a birthday party on Sunday. So I was literally leaving to go to Tommy's birthday party. And our mutual friend, Charles Pickett, who is a beast in all things, right? Yeah, he's a beast. Pickett yeah. is a beast. Yeah, he's doing a lot of good stuff. He's doing a lot of great things. Pickett calls me. is like, yo, what you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm headed to Tommy's birthday party. He's like, yeah, you need to come and talk to my friend Charles. And I was like, all right, well, I could come talk to your friend Charles, but I got to go to his birthday party first. He's like, oh, you don't have to go to that birthday party. Just come over here. We're at Whiskey Mistress. Now, y'all know I love Whiskey Mistress. Whiskey Mistress is like, and my girl Mabel is one of the new owners, too. Shout cool. out to Mabel. Right. You know Mabel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I'm like, okay, I want to come, but I got to go to Tommy's party. I'm going to hang out with him. Then I'll come over. He goes, no, no, you got to come talk to Charles. And matter of fact, you need to put him on your radio show. Now, mind you, I didn't know what Charles he's talking about. I had no idea. So I'm like, okay. Charles Barkley, right? I could have been, it could have been local, Charles. Local Auburn guy. It could have been Charles Barkley. Yeah. It could have been. But it wasn't. I wish it yeah, because we, we cannot be in the same room. You and Charles. Has can. that ever happened y'all, before? Yeah, y'all got it. It happened. Y'all got a whole. Yeah, we got a grudge. Y'all got a whole. He keeps saying it. Why oak keep oak this, oak that. He know what it is. Wait, okay, wait. So tell us. I'm sidebarring from my story. It's good. Can, can you tell us the. What no, is we it? just got into it and been into it for a while. Certain things he might get away with according to where we at. You know, I think we was at Dominique. They put a statue outside in uh, the arena. We was at his dinner. He was there. I was there. So I, you know, I ain't want to cause no fuss. You know, I'm, I'm real, real close with Dominique and his family and friends. And, uh, 
not too many places we've been in the same room. We, cause we just, it's just gonna be some, something going to happen. You know, you know, he it's gonna be some smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got to watch his back. <laughs> that ain't no problem. <laughs> that ain't no problem. I mean, but uh, what, what what started it? Uh, NBA. When I met him, <laughs> what? Nah, so, it's just well, something. Well, Barkley's got—he's got a—he's got, got a mouth on him now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you're the enforcer, so you're That's not shying away from. It. So yeah. y'all are like. No, no, it ain't like that. It's just me. And like Mike Tyson uh, uh, fighting uh, Leon Spinks for the first round TKO. That's it. And that's it. That's nothing, how it's going nothing down. Nothing else said. That's what we should do. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I got a great idea for a show. This is what we need to do. We need to do Celebrity Knockout. Okay. With Charles, the two Charleses. Yeah. Sir Charles and Mr. Oakley. Hmm. Oh, I was, they was, I was watching TNT last night. They was talking about, won't Michael Jordan come in, you know, do the and studio. Do, yeah. And I was like, uh, no, not Michael Jordan, it's all LeBron. And uh-huh. I started text LeBron, tell him I'm coming with you. See what they say. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he say, if anything? Right. <laughs> well, um, they probably wouldn't have had me and Charles, me way social over Social distancing. Here, me way over there. Yeah, so definitely social hey. Dude, we need to do that. I think, listen, I will be the referee. Like, I'll be the host. True. I'll be the referee. Yeah. And we need to do, I mean, do what my boy owns, you know, Michael Grant. Not personally. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. He is, uh, I mean, he doesn't own this gym, but he works a lot in this gym over in Buckhead. We could get him. We could get you. I mean, Charles is here. Yeah. You're here. Yeah. Y'all need to come, and we could do a celebrity knockout. And we could do it for charity. We could do it to benefit. Oh, my gosh. This is a great idea. You know this. We could benefit the Charles Oakley Foundation. Yeah. And you and the <laughs> two Charles. The I two mean, Charleses can get in the ring. Some, for some foundation stuff. I'll get along with it for a day. Dude, and it'll be and it'll just be fun. No, seriously, what do you think about that? That's a good I'm, idea. I'm down for whatever. I know I can hold myself up. I'm okay. not, you know, I ain't never been scared, so. Okay, you you heard it here first, song. ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Okay, so wait. So we have On Over the Top on Real 1100 AM. Right now, you heard it first. At what time is it? At 4.37 p.m. At 4.37, Charles Barkley, Sir Charles, if you're listening... And anybody who knows Sir Charles, and you know, oh, he's they'll a find out. You know, they got people listen to shows to get feedbacks, to, so they can have something to talk so about. So they got something to talk about. Okay, so, so everybody, anybody who's listening, they might say the other guy. They might not say my physical say my name on the air. Shaq and Kenny Barkley, he's not gonna say it. Okay, so you heard it here first <laughs> on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Charles Oakley is challenging. <laughs> You see what I did there? <laughs> He's challenging Sir Charles to a celebrity charity knockout event. And we could do it this year. And I'll leave him alone. And then after <laughs> that, if if you win, you mean. If you if you if I mean if he wins, you'll He's leave not him gonna alone. win. He's like, Charles, you heard him. Barkley. He said if you win. If he show up, I'll stop messing with him. He said if you show, show up, up, oh, all oh, you gotta man. do is show up. Barkley, and he said it's over. Okay. I won't put him in my next book. I promise. Because he's all over. He's in the first. He's, he's yeah, all yeah. over. He's, he's in the first one for I real. He should have been the author. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read. I didn't read the whole book. If but I saw Barkley's chapter, name. Barkley is literally he in the first chapter. There you go. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, he in the first chapter. Read it. What is it? What? Read it. 
Read the sentence. Knocking out a jackass. Ah! Wow. <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and this was in the 80s, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Which And that was allowed, wasn't it, to an extent? Because, you know, we know I had petty fouls back then. Yeah, I was throwing bows. And they say, you know, like, my book is based about engagement. I ain't picking on nobody. They ain't did nothing to me. So we, we had words, and I ain't like it. Now these are my words in writing. Can you erase these? It's okay, ink. so I'm glad you it's mentioned ink. that because we're yeah because we're gonna talk about the book, The Enforcer, and but I want to finish this. I'm sorry for jumping. No, jumping I'm, over. No, 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 no. We're coming back good. to the book. Okay. I just want to make sure we got this down. So Charles, we're gonna do this this year. You heard him. If you just show up, he's gonna squat. He's gonna bury. The hatchet. And I don't raise, do that too often. And he doesn't Man. do that too often. But we're going to raise money for, for the Charles Oakley Foundation, well, which we're, we're going to talk about. We're going to raise money for a couple of charities. A not couple just Not just yours? No, I'm not selfish. I, 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 I share. What if, okay, wait a minute. Okay, now now this, now this if, ups the ante. What if, Barkley doesn't have a foundation, does he? He can definitely sponsor He's one, He's a foundation. What foundation does he have? The Barkley Foundation. No. No. Oh, okay. I was. I think that was a right. joke. I was, uh, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't want to say I agree with that. Foundation that Charles no. Barkley has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he probably do. Probably he. They he say said he the don't Barkley do Foundation. You're right about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> he do got the Barkley Foundation. Shoot. You're right about that. He's doing good for himself, though. He got a lot of commercial. He got AT and T commercial. He got a golf commercial. I mean, he, I mean. He's doing all right. Well, have you seen yeah, that swing? He's catching up with Shaq. Shaq got about 25. He Man, got about five. Shaq is killing. Shaq needs to <laughs> teach a. Shaq uh, owns uh, every Papa John's. Shaq, Shaq needs to teach a, a, a class on how to get uh, commercial endorsements because he's got it down pat. Well, but, but a big part of his thing is he sold his lacking. You sell yourself well, three or four hundred million dollars, they got to get it back. So they got their whip out. They making sure he work. Work it, Shaq. Do work it again. It. Did you get that dance that Charles Oakley just did? <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, that. If you're, <laughs> you guys are just listening on Real 1100 AM, you. You missed the dance that Charles yeah. did when he was okay. So celebrity knockout, we're gonna do it this year. Yeah. I said we, I said we do it like in the fall. Okay, give us some time to plan for it, and it's gonna be Sir Charles against the Enforcer, and we'll have how many rounds should we have? See, that was my thought. Um, I don't think we in like this. Me being honest, three rounds. Three, yes. Three it's like rounds. we shouldn't go over four because yeah. okay. what do we got to prove? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, so we got three rounds. And we're going to raise money for the Charles Oakley Foundation and another foundation. We don't know what it is, but this is going to be to benefit. You know, it's not just, and it's for bragging rights. I mean, I don't have to brag. He's like, when you're the best, when you're the best, you don't have to go around. He's a better ball player. I'll give him that. Okay. my thing is, I'm better than everything else. That's some that that is the <laughs> that's some gangster stuff right there. I give, I give, I give him one out of ten. That, that is gangster. <laughs> gangster. Okay, so okay, so so speaking of which, who else? Do you have beef with anybody else? I ain't really beef. It's just things happen, and because uh, I can go wherever I want to go, so I don't have no beef. It might be on they, you know, they might not move around like I can't, but. No, it's just uh, a lot of guys. I had like incident over my career. Yes, it's just it's just been one of the things. Not just people in my uh, line of work, like going to clubs back in the days in Vegas, in here, this and that, running. I had a running with Floyd Mayweather, his crew in Vegas. You could have just gone like this. Oh no. no, it wasn't him. It was somebody <laughs> with him. It's always be somebody. <laughs> it's with never, him. Yeah, it's never right. them, right? Yeah, I mean, you travel with 20, 30 people, so some bound Somebody's to Somebody's going to be running their mouth. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Jess didn't know that 
I had to say something back to him. And it got out of hand, really. You know, some gunplay came out a little bit. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So how'd the story end? Huh? How does the story end? Well, me and Floyd still living. <laughs> and I hate to say that's all that matters, but <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> no, it's crazy. But okay, so so let's talk about the book, The Last Enforcer: Outrageous Stories from the Life and Times of One of the NBA's Fiercest Competitors. And I will say that because I mean I know just knowing your career, and then when people talk about you, um, that's what people say. Like I mean. It was almost like you were you were fighting on the court. You know what I mean? I mean, you when you got drafted by the Bulls, you were you were there to protect your boy, right? Well, I mean, you not thought, really protecting. You know, things just you know, like you came out Sunday, you met. No, me, I mean on the court some, though. No, I'm just saying though. No, uh, they draft me to play a position, the power forward. So in power forward, you have a lot of force, and there's a it's the reason that power forward because you gotta be like more enforcer or more of a tougher guy on the team, uh, so uh, it says center means center, small forward, student guard. So my thing is, when I got to Chicago, it was like three other power forwards in front of me, so I did like they do in Alabama. I had to chop the trees down, mm. chopped all of them down, they say no. But uh, me and Michael just got, we just, we just hit it. Uh, two hardworking guys, and he went to school in North Carolina, I went to school in Virginia in the South, and um, we just got close, and you know, just never looked back. I mean, he liked my work habit. I definitely loved his skills and just working, competing every day. You know, we, we had the same, we was going for the same thing, the same drive. It's just like, wow, you could be the best you could be in all the time. Right. So what do you think? Oh, yeah, go ahead, Rob. Oh, no, no, I do have a question for you. How, because not a lot of people get drafted from their, you know, to their hometown HBCU. team. Yes, and from HBC on top of that. How yeah. did it feel getting drafted to Cleveland and then getting sent to Chicago? Did you feel any type of way about that, or was that uh, just? No, I'm glad I didn't go to Cleveland. Wow, Cleveland, okay. Was, I, when I grew up, it was bad. Okay, and, um, and you know, I looked at the history. When, when you look but... at my book, I got some stories in my book. I got some stuff like what happened to George Floyd, what happened to me in high school and stuff. So I was glad because it made, made it so, you know, out of four years of school, I only came back home one time. You serious? Yeah, so I wow. was staying away, but I went to D.C., Miami. But stuff was still, I'm talking like, in Cleveland, like, all my friends were going to jail. They were getting shot. Yeah, so, so on, nothing to go to, They were really. getting on drugs. So I'm, I got out of there because I got caught up in a couple of cases with some of my friends. And um, the police came to my mother's house or investigated the NBA. And I was on about, I was on, like, ten different indictments in my whole time, you know, during my time in Cleveland. So they tried to get my cousin to roll on me. They told him, you know, he, he did 15 years. They got him in the room. and I, We went to cousin Oakley. We know what he's doing. He's bringing it, you know, this and that. And he like, he's not doing nothing to my cousin. So they was trying to get all kind of people to rat on me. Wow. But I wasn't. My name was a hot because it was other Oakley's names in Ohio. But in Cleveland, they were doing stuff. You know, when they say one name, oh, that name, that name, they put them together. They don't look at the face. But um, I had a lot of lot of bad. They police just messed me real bad in Cleveland. That's why I really didn't go home too much. Okay. Why do you think that was though? I'm driving a nice car in, in the city. I'm hanging with guys I grew up with in the city. You know this and that. Um, they might not been doing what they should have been doing. You know, sometimes like you know. But um, a lot of my guys did 20. They was like guy I went to school with. Like four or five of them was doing 15, 20, 25, mm-hmm. they, you know, they got knocked. And um, they did them long terms. 
not just, you know, so it was just a knock on wood because I could have been jammed up. They could have, you know, like in my book, I talk about when they stopped me one day and uh, they go through my pocket, go through my car. I, you know, they, they, they knew who I was because they put my license plate come up. And, oh, yeah, you Oakland, huh? Your name is hiding the street. I said, <laughs> said, a lot of people like you. I said, they should be like, what did I do wrong? I mean, that I, you know, so I was always getting back, talking back to them in the way man of the day would like you to, but I ain't do nothing wrong for them to pull me over. So I feel right. like I talk the way I want to talk. And, you know, during the daytime, so nighttime, I'm doing 100%. I ain't doing nothing out the ordinary. I'm holding my hand over my head. Yes, sir. You know? <laughs> right. But not just, you know, act, you know, not just acting like a little punk. And I wasn't doing that. I was just trying to, you know, because. But, I mean, there is value in being able to go back home at night, right? I mean. No, no, I'm talking about, like, I used to drive a lot. And um, so on the interstate, I've been stopped talking a few times. Nice car, nice truck or something. And, uh, you know, down south a lot. Doing the hit towns, they do that. I got right. stopped right here one time in Auburn, Georgia. Oh, yeah. I was coming to Chicago, stop at, uh, what's that, um, how? So, private airport by Sugarloaf. So, I was on the plane, so I flew in there. I got out the car, I left I left my car at the hangar. I was in a Ferrari. So, I was coming back, I missed the turn, so I went on some side road. And they said, I was sorry, but I had like two glasses of wine on the plane, or whatever it was in there. Oh, they pulled me over. They made me do the walk. They did this and that. I was okay. Then they took me in. I was like 0.2. They still took me in. Wow. And uh, they took me in. I, I had this, so they kept me in Gwinnett overnight. Wow. Yeah. I, I should have put that in my book, but I didn't. They kept me overnight. I stayed yeah, up You're getting added bonuses, guys, here on the, Over the Top. The, the key was I remember my credit card number. I got myself out. How did you? How? If you, I, I knew, remember my credit card number, and I bailed myself. And I'm so you bailed, you bailed yourself out of jail yeah, at using six o'clock your... that morning. So they got certain guys go a time before the judge. Right. Like if you got this color on, three different, four different colors. So I was like the five thirty, six o'clock crew. So wait, I didn't even know that was it. Can you can bail yourself out of jail? Yeah, if you had to, yeah, I gave my credit card. Because when I think about people getting bailed, like they always have to call somebody to get bailed out. Is same place, same places. Got you. Yeah, I was, yeah, I got. You must have had American Express with no limit. Nah. No, <laughs> it wasn't that much. It was, you know, charge. they, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I was, right. I, they say I always try to remember your passport, your driving license, and one credit card number. And, um, like in Vegas, I got, I got put in jail. It was just crazy. They, 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 they messed with me, but the night went so fast because they had me, they, like, they check you four times before you even get to the, you know, it was just crazy. Every like twenty yards, they make you, they fish you down. Da, 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 da. Right. So it was just, it was just crazy in Vegas. So I've been behind bars a few times. But you've been, you just, you said it before. It's like you've been spared from having to do any long term with your, right. you know. Right. I wouldn't. Why, doing, yeah. why do you think? Like, why? Why were you spared? Do you think? I wasn't spared. I mean, it was just really. Well, I mean, from getting in any any real trouble that kept you from fulfilling a purpose, so to speak. You know? I mean. Uh, I wasn't like I just I got into it more with people, not with. Uh, but they did pull me a lot of but holy, but I don't, I don't know. I just like I said, I didn't come back home in Cleveland one time. Before. If I would have came back home more than three or four times in Cleveland, I definitely probably would have, I would have never been you know be able to go to the, finish school or go to the NBA because it was just all of my guys was just doing the thing and wow. da 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 this and that. Uh, They're in the game. 
Huh? They were in the game. Yeah, they're in the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big you like time. how I use that terminology because I know about yeah, the streets, Jarrell. Yeah. They ain't sub. They, ain't, they they ain't get subbed in. They were just in the <laughs> Damn, they was running a full on five five. But back, see, when I was in Cleveland, like I had some cousins, and they was like, you know, like uh, it was the biggest thing ever in Ohio. But they got once they got knocked down, everybody was everybody was getting some. Everybody was eating because when they had it, it was like you know. You got to just come right to one spot. Now it's 25 different 30 people who moving around because they knocked the big boys. Right. But um, it was just crazy growing up. I've seen so much. I mean, we you know, right before I went to college in the book, I got uh, I was saying I got shot five times. Um, You've been shot five times? No. I said a guy beside me. Oh, got it. I was oh. like, man, I missed that part. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> 50. No, we need the next I ain't take him like Tupac. <laughs> I know. Wait, okay, hold that thought. We got to take it. <laughs> Let's come back to the shot five times standing next to the guy. Okay. I'm a survivor. Uh, <laughs> look, we got Charles Oakley in the house. He's got a new book, The Last Enforcer, Outrageous Stories from the Life and Times of One of the NBA's Fiercest Competitors. He's got the Charles Oakley foundation and he cooks got a tv show where he cooks we got tons of stuff to talk about we'll be back at five o'clock and talk about some senseless shenanigans first don't touch anything you're listening to the over the top on real 1100 a.m with michelle taylor willis guys we'll be right back michelle michelle All right, guys, it is officially 5.00 on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. We've got one of the literally best rebounders. Would you say you were the best rebounder ever? I say I'm an honest guy. I'm saying most of my long, I, I, I mean, I'm top three, four. Top three or four, okay. I Let mean, me tell you what I like about this dude. He nice. literally, he he is, and he's 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 honest and he's humble and he's confident. But he gives credit where credit's due. Even yeah, with too. his his tête-à-tête with Barkley, he's like, no, oh, look, I mean, he's a better ball player than me. Hey, yeah, look, no, he's done Barclay, well. Barkley, Barkley's the rebound too. I mean, he he was I mean, I mean, on the court. He could play. He just an a off the court. Mm. And that's respectful. I mean, <laughs> and that's respectful. I mean, it. I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But he does. He's he's very honest about who he is, what his ability is, and blah blah blah. Because a lot of people have been like, "Yeah, that's right, I'm the best." But he is arguably one of the best rebounders yep. that have ever played the game. Charles Oakley is here. I mean, who? I mean, Bulls, Knicks, Raptors, yeah. Wizards. Yeah. Oh, one more, one it, more, one more. Net, net. South. Texas. Texas. No, not Texas, Houston. but Houston. Houston. Yeah. I was just like, in Texas. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, wait, that didn't sound right. <laughs> my thing, when, it's just like when you grow up, you never know what you're going to be. But my thing, when you can be mentioning the name with different people and, and what you do, yeah. that's, I mean, that's good enough. That's, I mean, you, you made it in something special. I don't have to be the one, two, or three. But my thing is, I might not be the greatest, the best one I do, but I'm number one. I get, I get most respect to anybody. Any of them guys who ones and twos, right? So I, I, I really have respect sometimes in the, the points and the scores, because some guys who got twenty thousand points don't have no respect. That's exactly I, right. I, you got to respect me. Absolutely. That's so. deep. I, and you do. And I'm, I'm and I'm. A, listen, we always knew you were respected, but I really saw it even just when because people always say who's coming on the show this week. Who? 
And I'll be like, oh, Charles Oakley. And they're like, what? Oh, my gosh. He's a legend. Like, the Charles Oakley? Yeah, I there's mean, only one Charles Oakley. No. There's only one. And people say that. It's clothes. That Barclays clothes. That's why everybody's like, y'all were the same number. His name is Charles. That must have been played the NBA. Must have been irritating. I said, yeah, that's, that's maybe that's why it's a problem with us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but 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 the thing is, you're right, and we talked about that. We opened the show up with this, right? About making sure people get their flowers while they are here. And right. I want you to know, I know you've got you've had a lot of different things that have happened, right? Some mm-hmm. great, some not so great. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know when I mention your name, I've not had one person say anything negative about you, your career. And I'm not saying there aren't people out there that will, right. but I, nobody. And even when we when we talk about, I mean, we talk about basketball all the time. My kids love basketball. Right. Yep. Whenever, yeah. like, your name has always ringed positively in my circle. So uh, I want you I to know. I want to continue that through the family, everybody, because everybody don't get them flowers. Right. And like you said, you're giving out flowers, so I appreciate the flower. But yeah. my, it's, it's like, I think when you back in the 80s and 90s when we played, because everybody getting the, the game, you're like, because I said something about this era. They oh, no, no, this is No, when we played, the 80s and 90s, early 2000s, you had to play basketball. Yeah, yeah, the game is You had to know basketball. That's right, that's right. And and the guys who play today in this new era, people don't give them their flowers because they're not consistent with what you do. Mm. They're not consistent. And back in everything consistent, hard work, no complaint. Play through injury, this and that. They don't do that now. Right. Not saying, you know, it is what it is. They get more money, everything. But they taking shortcuts. There were no shortcuts back in the 80s, 90s. Right. You had to, the second guy was just as good as the first guy on at least half of the team. So you had, you had to work cut out every night on the court. You had to come to play or somebody's going to get your job. Yeah. And you can see that, I mean, in a lot of sports, right? I mean, you see the difference between how the game was played. Right. Well, it changes. And, and the era is different, though. Well, the OJ said, money, money, money. <laughs> money. Yeah. That's I what mean, it's about now. It's, all, it's about yeah. money and showmanship. Look at the yeah. NFL. I mean, the, you can't touch a quarterback. Almost like everybody else it's, playing football, the quarterback playing tur- uh, flag football. Touch, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? No, nah, really. <laughs> I saw Brady get rocked one time in my life, and right. that was the craziest find I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it is. I mean, that's they protect the investment. That's what that's exactly right. They got. I mean, that's their. That's that. That is the leading investment, and yep. so they got protected. I get it. All right, so it's time for senseless shenanigans. I hope you're going to do us right today. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, hope yeah. you're funny. Yeah, it's funny. Sorry, shout out to Florida. You know how this goes. Oh, um, gosh. Today, you're Florida man. Florida man. Oh, gosh. Uh, literally April 11th, early this week, uh, regular traffic stop for police um, going down to Naples, Florida. Are you familiar with that? I am. You West, are? That's okay. West Florida. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Naples, Florida. Southwest, I should say. Okay, it was a regular traffic stop. Uh, police were, it, guy was in a pickup truck with a closed bed. Uh, bed cover. Okay. So they pulled him over and saw some suspicious activity. Um, not underneath just, the bed? No, not underneath the bed, just with him personally. Don't like, come and knock when the beds are rocking. <laughs> <laughs> why Why do I know that? <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> he was just moving, switching a little, you know, just for a regular traffic stop. So they decided to do some own personal investigation. They asked to go into his trunk. He said no. So they got a warrant to go to his trunk. They not only found two weapons uh one was a handgun in the trunk and one was a handgun under a seat but they also found a baby alligator wow in florida yes but no this is why you you can't like michelle even though alligators are you easy to get you can't make this up no you can't just go get a baby why alligator why do you have a baby alligator in his trunk and i'm not talking about like this thing was hand sized 
Like you could take it home and raise it to be the monster you wanted to be. It was a little tiny baby alligator. It was in yeah, Florida, it's right? Still, it's still a it problem. It was in Florida. I mean, that sounds like a Tuesday. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It shouldn't be because, like, it, it wasn't a small thing. The police, police freaked out. They called everybody they could think of. They're like, "What do we do with this baby gator?" How? Here's the question: What they do with the guns? I, you know, right? Like, they they confiscated the guns. They also found, sadly, um, drugs in the car. It was um, and the alligator. Uh, yes, he had was, alligator was, guns. So he probably had to, you know, have a drug just to, you know, get him through the day. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and I hate these aren't your getting through the day drugs, sadly. So I don't. Oh, was it heroin? No, it's just the M word. Crack? Meth. No. Oh, M. Yeah, M, M, M. Yeah, yeah. I, either way, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. He said they uh, they found two syringes um, in his car. So that was definitely, you know. Enough to take him in. Yeah, the handguns were enough, but that was definitely. What about the baby alligator? The baby alligator found a home. They gave it to a nice. Um, what is did it they give it reserve? to uh, who's the guy on Netflix? No, no they did not oh, give it to him. <laughs> they did not give it to him. He's still in jail. God forbid. <laughs> I'll take the alligator. I'll, <laughs> I'll take the alligator instead. Look, it was a 31 year old man. I know a lot of people in their 30s, but I don't know any 30 year old doing this. So okay, I gotta ask. I'm just curious. I think I already know your question. But please we... ask. Answer it. No. He wasn't black. Yes, he wasn't black. Was he? What was he? Yeah, he was white. Okay, <laughs> he said, yeah. he's like not. Yeah, yeah. You should have known that when he got out of the truck and they had a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us. It was. <laughs> we probably been shot up by that. Yeah, like there, there was no conversation. What that was mean? it. Yeah, that's true. That's it. Open the trunk. Yeah, open the trunk. Okay, that's and this goes back to cops not knowing what they expect every day when they wake up and go to work. And exactly. Who would have thought they would have been fighting a man with two guns and a baby alligator? And a baby alligator. A meth head. Actually, you pro- we probably could have picked that up from meth, right? I mean, meth was the giveaway. I don't know a lot of... Yeah. You know, You're right. we, don't, we don't really mess, mess my, with meth like I that. I hate to say it, though. My question is, like, what did you get first? Did you get the alligator first? Did you get the, un, like, the unregistered guns, guns first? Or yeah, did you get, get the, the meth first? first. You, think the, you think the guns first? Gun definitely came first. It's I feel all, like if you were to shoot up, you forget. You know what I'm saying? You just want it, It's all senseless. It's all senseless. It's all senseless. Thank and, you, Florida. And Florida man. Y'all can start picking up my home state. I'll find Iowa man next time. I promise. Can you find? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, if you play the Florida man game, you like it, it, that's how and it works. Exactly no. If you, you put Georgia man, it, it don't I work like found that. Some things. He I was just the like, Florida this is terrible. <laughs> it could be Georgia man helps elderly woman cross the street. But if it's Florida man helps elderly woman cross the street, it's automatic, and then, you know, <laughs> and then you know. takes her purse. There's a twist. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's always gonna be a twist. It's always gonna be a twist. Thank you, Jerome, for senseless shenanigans. I got it. Okay, awesome. wait. Do you have a TV at home? Do I? Yes, I do. That have a TV. needs to be mounted. You know, it could be mounted. Do you have? It could be. You yeah. have a TV at home that needs to be mounted. No. You should. Are you sure? Go buy one, and then you need to call Justin. <laughs> at <laughs> pristine and clean TV installations. I know a lot of people just have. You got. They like come the, with just a stand too. Now you got. Yeah, no, you don't want a stand. stand. You want to put. You want this TV mounted. No, I messed the wall up. No, no. not with. Not with. Not with pristine not, and not clean. My man, not with my man. Not with my man. Justin. Build it in. Justin. You let me tell you something. Some wires, no matter who. Oh, no, you asked a good question. You, you asked no a good wires. Question. It's wire. There's no wire. You don't see the wires. Uh, and okay. he. So puts, when you watch a good movie, uh, something something just. Especially in the rain, some. Nope. He puts LED lights behind them. It is like the most beautiful and magical viewing experience. And all you got to do is call Justin or go to his website, pristineandcleantvinstallations.com. Look. 
So yeah, yeah, no wires. Now so what you got to say? You got another advertiser, huh? Okay. <laughs> yes. Get in where you fit in. Yes, we're That's giving good. a special shout out to uh, to Justin. Make sure you check him out. He actually does an amazing job. We did a we did a giveaway with him. Yes. He, he we got a TV. He went and installed at uh, somebody's house. It's beautiful. So it's great. Yeah, he, he really makes the space. If it's just a regular living space, he can kind of spice great. it up. Okay. And it gives you more room because, no offense, the TV's on the wall. It's out of the space. It's out of the place. Of, yeah, there's no reason for it. And he's reasonable. Yeah, very. very. Black-owned business. I mean, it's really, yeah. So now you're going to go get a TV and you call Justin? Uh, Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the yeah, maybe. It's Nothing a, like a little. So you're saying yeah, there's a chance. So you're saying <laughs> there's, there's a, a chance. chance. <laughs> All right, so speaking of chances, somebody who has nine lives. When we left, Charles, you were talking about somebody getting shot five times standing right next to you. And you walked out. You're like, oh, this this is a hard day for you, buddy. All right, and back on the court. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's stuff happening in the inner city and stuff. I mean, stuff happened these days, older too, but you try to stay out of them type of places. I was just, I wouldn't really say I was in the wrong, it was in my neighborhood, somebody's basement, but they was, you know, it's something they do every Friday, you know. Drink beer and shoot dice, eat fish, so, you know. But uh. But you said it before. You said a lot of times it's you, and I know obviously the situation that kind of that happened with the with the Knicks yeah. now, right? And that which yeah. I think that could have been a senseless shenanigan, yeah, right? That, I first mean, of all, that could have been avoided. Let's talk about that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's unfortunate that that guy who owned that place is he shouldn't have that place. He just he's a bad guy. And they know he's a bad guy. You know, I had beef with people and the head people of the NBA and da da da. Now they said, well, he gonna get his, he gonna get that. He got a lot of money. It ain't about money these days now. When you do the wrong people, like the George Floyd incident. He's, I talked about George Floyd in my book and the type of stuff. That stuff happened to me. But anyway, I went to his service and went to a couple of his protests and went to some stuff with the family in Houston. Uh, it was just a sad moment, you know. That you can see something like that, and the officer I like he was eating his lunch and wiping his mouth at the same time, and just it's, it's embarrassing for the country. And that's why you see so many people came together from all over, like Walk of Life, and for this moment. And uh, you know, and I think it changed. It's changed a lot, but we still need more changes, and uh, we need to take advantage of these changes while we can because they ain't gonna last for so long. You know, opportunities. So, so if they lift the ban, for those real 1100 AM listeners right here on Over the Top Radio, if you don't know the story, um, Charles Oakley was banned from ever going to the Knicks stadium. I mean, like, even if he purchased a ticket, I think was the quote, that he can't come back. So let me ask you, if they lift the ban, do you want to go back? No, it's deeper than that. Mm. And uh, I, matter of fact, when I met with him, uh, the owner the commission, another owner. We, and it was an engaging conversation, and, and he didn't get it. He was still like, oh, you know, let's come to an event tonight. Da-da-da. I walk in with you, and people going to you know, get cheers. And I, I said, it's, it's more than that. Oh, I'll retire your jersey in two weeks and make a big thing. I said, no, it's more than that. It's my family. It's life. I was, you know, my grandparents, my mother, people brought me up in life. And you try, to, you try to embarrass me, and you just want just walk down the aisle with me now with roses. Nah, it's gonna, it, it, it hurt me. I hope it hurt you. It probably don't hurt him, but it's gonna, it's gonna, it gonna hurt you sooner or later because I'm, I'm not that easy. You can't buy me. Right. And I said, only way you gonna hang my jersey is hanging outside with the flag. Let everybody see it for free. Wow. 
You're not going to bring me back in here because you want to be talking about Jersey. So I turned them down. Wow. Wow. Almost wow. like you didn't give 11 great seasons to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, too. I mean, um, you you give your heart to something, right? Yeah. You give your heart to something. And everybody makes mistakes. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, the intricacies of what happened. Well, we this was a I mistake. Mean, like, he plotted this. You know what I'm saying? You can say, well, Will Smith, what he, was that a mistake? Smacking Chris Rock? But this guy plotted this. You call your security over back and forth three times. Then the third time, you give a signal to go do it. You knew what was going on. Why did? Why would they do that? Like, I don't know. He said I said something to him in front of twenty thousand people, and then on the tape, I, I didn't walk. I wasn't even close to him. I was just four rows behind him. But I walk in. The game was it was it was going on already. So he said he just he don't like me because I I don't dance to his music. And a lot of other guys do because they're getting a check from me, but he just don't like me because I don't know. He said I said something in the paper. Probably did, but <laughs> I mean, they write they write papers, so everybody, a lot of stuff. I'm like, how petty com- are you going to be? You going right. to kick me out because I put, yeah, it's yeah, like, but then, he's a control freak. You know, and you just never truly know people's motivation but that's, either, right? Like, he's like that. I'm not the only one. He did some to some kids, a couple of lawyers. He just, they said so sell a team. He threw a kid out. Call his mom because he, he know the tickets. They got like some kind of scam there. They know everybody, you know, face face recognition. Yeah. And so they know where he was sitting. He went and got the ticket. Called. He was an underage kid. He threw a couple of lawyers. He's just a control freak. Mm. I'm like, well, how are you going to come and sit at a game? Your team losing. And that, that, that. People, and he's an alcoholic, number one. He called me an alcoholic. And then. You selling alcohol, you come to the game, people drinking alcohol, now all of a sudden, you know, you're losing now and somebody says something, you want to throw them out. It's just it's just not right. And um, he's going to get his. Well, look, I hope, however you want that situation <laughs> resolved, I hope it is, you know, it, it's resolved and we can get back to the business of just regular old basketball and living yeah. life and all that good stuff. And I know you don't dance for him, but I do know you dance with the stars. Ah, ah. see what I did there? You see that same uh, That was okay. a bar. That that was a bar. I get credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, that's something else. Remember when I first met you, you were like, you know, we should do Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Uh, they called. That was like third time calling me. And the only reason why I did it because my mom, my family, friends, and especially my mom, because last time she seen me on TV live was when I was, when I was getting pulled out of the garden by oh, security guards. Oh, my goodness. So, wow. yeah, that's why I wanted to try to make it up to her and let, let her get that off her of mind But Dance with the Stars. I didn't do well. They had fun, though. Uh, it was just no nobody would never expect me to do that. A lot of my friends like, man, they could have paid me twenty twenty million dollars or a million dollars to do this. But I just it's a challenge. I had fun. The routine was it was tough, but if you're in shape you can live, you can get through it. My thing was I was just six nine, I wear a size sixteen shoe and I, and my hips, you know, the day of the show they make you rehearse it twice before the show. And all we doing is sitting around. So the first show, the first week I got. I was tight because we. Was, I didn't know you had. To, you know, the second week I had more pop to it because I was stretching more in the back. Mm. You know, I, yoga is a thing, right? And flexibility. Uh, I helps. take yoga. I it helps with everything. Yeah, I take yoga, flexible. but now so I was stretching because I know that the first week I went. So I was just sitting and waiting to my turn uh, to go. Got you. Got live. It. So you were, yeah, so I see what you mean. Okay. They make you do your whole routine. Everybody yeah. have to do it. 
But it was fun, though, just to do it and just, you know, mingle with other celebrities. And, you know, Nelly was there, a few other people I was cool with. But um, it was cool. They took care of you, you know, put you up. and But they never, you're always on their schedule. You never know when you're going to rehearse until that, mo- you know, that night or so. Right. You can go from 8 to 12, 9 to two, 1 to 5. Or I mean, it was like... You couldn't make a schedule because they give you zooms. If you weren't rehearsing, you got zooms to do. You got call in radio shows. So, a lot I mean, of it's t- a whole. I mean, oh, it's, it's a, a real process. Production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people was breaking down because high intensity work. Because you, they really work you. Right. Because they have you in there, and um, basically you get the routine down almost. They add the next routine in. So you basically, you almost got to do two things, but you only do one that week. Right. So they keep you like focused in that kind of way. And that's a mental. There's a mental component to that. It ain't but a minute, but you know, you see then you see people like I went to see the new edition, uh, Jodeci, Casey, and uh, show. You see how they dancing four and five songs in a row, right? And they studied choreographers. It's just amazing. But I mean, if you think about, I think about this sometimes when I'm watching basketball players, like literally run. Up and oh, down yeah. the like, I play out in the yard with my ten year old, and I'm telling you, after like one pass, I'm like, oh, yeah. "It's all you, chief." And I'm a triathlete, <laughs> like I'm an amateur triathlete. I can I can move for two hours at a time, but that kind of intense running, cardio, well, you ain't trained for it. Like a lot of people train for certain things, you train and then for you try it, to yeah. do something else. Yeah, you can you can do it, but catch up with you. But you look great. I mean, you still look great. You know how it is. A lot of these athletes, I'm not oh, gonna yeah. call any names, Sir Charles. <laughs> I mean, you know. Do we have a shade button? <laughs> so, so Charles, I love you to death, Barkley. But I mean, he clearly food is his friend. Yeah. So, but you look fantastic. Yeah. Like, are you? Do you work out all the time? I don't work out all the time. But see, I was like I say, them guy was better than me, so I could try to make it up in other areas with my lifestyle or whatever. This and that, my presentation. Uh, just my thing is your body still have to go. You get right. older, you, your body need more, and you put less into it, you get nothing out of it. And a lot of people break down and then get overweight, break down. And then once you break down, it's hard to recruit yourself again. Right. And so they say stay in shape, you never get out of shape. Right. You get out of shape, you get it's out hard of shape, to get in shape. Especially the older you get. Yeah. And after you hard, have kids. It's the hard. I mean, I got four kids, and I mean, if I didn't, I mean, I'm not saying I'm in perfect shape now, but if I let that weight from every kid just Mm -hmm. pile up, there's no, I I can imagine losing all that weight. I had two or three kids, and I mean, take a break. Spread it out. (laughs) I mean, don't jump right back into bed. Spread it out. (laughs) Okay, well, there you go. You heard it here first on Real 1100. (laughs) Spread it out. Damn, you got to spread it out. From Charles Oakley, none other, the enforcer. We're here talking about his book, The Last Enforcer, Outrageous Stories from the Life and Times of One of the NBA's Fiercest Competitors. We got to take a quick break. We're going to come back, talk more about the book, his foundation, and how I'm going to destroy him in the kitchen on his next Mm. <laughs> on his next show, you're listening to a court. Oh, not a court. Over the oh, top man. with Michelle Taylor Willis. It's been weeks so since I did that. We're I so know. close. <laughs> Over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Really 1100 AM. We come back. It's time for Ask Michelle 404 603 8770. If you're following me on Facebook or Instagram, the number's in the comments. Don't be shy. You can ask him anything. We'll be right back, guys. Michelle. Dad? 
What's up, guys? Welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. And it is about that time for Ask Michelle. And I believe we have a caller that is already on the line. Now, listen, if you're listening right now, it's not too late. You can still call in to Over the Top on Real 1100 AM right now, 404 603 You can ask me a question, but you probably have much more fun if you ask our guest. Charles Oakley. You can ask him about his book. You can ask him about cooking, about playing with Jordan. Or about Barkley. I was just about to say, (laughs) or about the celebrity knockout uh, (laughs) boxing (laughs) tournament that we're about to have at the end of the year with Charles Barkley. All right. Hey, welcome to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis, who's on the line. Hey, Michelle. It's Sandy. How are you? Hey, Sandy. How are you? Where are you calling in from? Chicago. Oh! <laughs> okay, Chi-Town. All right, Chi-Town. Wait, 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 yeah, what, yeah. what side? What side? <laughs> Southwest, east, where you going at? From the south side, okay. Bronzeville. South side. Okay, I, I can okay. respect that. We from the west side. I respect, though. I respect. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm a big Bulls fan, and, uh, you know, I remember, you know, when Charles was here back in the day and, you know, hearing all the stories, it's just it's nice, to, it's nice to talk to you. But the biggest thing I've always wanted to ask you is what do you think um, the biggest mis- uh, misconception people have about you is? Uh, wow, good question. Mm, I guess a lot of people saying they can't approach me. And uh, I tell them, like, to get someone, that, to get to know someone, you have to approach. I mean, you can't go by what someone's saying, so... I hear a lot of people like, oh, I'm scared to say something to him, but I don't know how he's going to react. No, I'm cool. Just, you know, just be cool. <laughs> I'm cool, you just be cool. So, yeah, but it's all good. Dude. I'm a good guy. So, I mean, are there different times? Like, I mean, being a celebrity out there, I, I imagine that there are times that you don't want to be approached, but, you know, is there a certain time, a better time to approach you than not? Or, no. how to get, you know, how is someone to know? When to approach a celebrity. Well, my thing with that is, when you out and you're a celebrity, people gonna come from all different angles, and I think that when you can't handle the, what people are gonna bring to you, you shouldn't be out. So I'm good at all times. That's a great because it comes with the territory, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, you know, some people say you know want to be in a comfortable, but you know, hey, people here, some people don't have that. Never saw you. Just want to take a picture, meet and greet you. When somebody come and want to hold a ten minute conversation, that's different. You, know, you gotta <laughs> cut that line off. <laughs> it's, but no, I'm I'm good with. It. I, I love the fans, and you know, if it wasn't for the fans, I probably wouldn't have been the player I was and cheering me on and telling me I need to do this and do that to get better. See, some people can't handle criticism, especially in this day and age. Uh, oh yeah. So in our age, coaches are telling you can't do this, you can't do this. So you worked on it. Now. They won't tell these kids they weakness. That's why teams don't take them so hard, take them so long to develop and get be better and get good these days. But no, I'm I'm cool with it. It's, you know, I'm good. That's awesome. Good to hear. Good you, to hear. Good question well, too. You looking for the right time, Sandy, to uh, to approach him? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just hear that from uh, you know a lot of celebrities and hearing him say that. Yeah, he does sound like a cool guy, but it's hard to know, you know. So it's just you know, you know figure out when the best time is or but i guess everybody's different too right so uh different yeah but like i could say it's people out here can you know you know never know but like when you like that top so that we were talking about this early when you that top tier superstar they might act different 
So yeah, they might not be approached like when they be out. Some people they don't want to be bothered. Period. So I'm not like that. Well, you still top tier in my book. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, and uh, Sandy, listen for calling in today. I want to gift a copy of Charles's book, The Last Enforcer. So, um, if we get your information, if you want to hold on the line. We're going to make sure, courtesy of Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis, we're going to send you a copy of Charles's book. So thanks for calling in. Thanks so much. You should sound more excited than that, Thank Sandy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Chicago. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and for those of you guys listening uh, on uh, Over the Top right here on Real 1100 AM, you can grab his book on Amazon. It's there, but apparently it's selling out, right? There's not a lot of copies it's left. It's selling, yeah. Barnes and Noble, you know, it's selling. Uh, it's a good book. Uh, I know a lot of books is coming out since the pandemic, and I think that uh, I'm in the race. And uh, a lot of good contents, and uh, I think that uh, my lifestyle in this book, uh, how I was brought up from my grandfather up to the NBA, outside the NBA, uh, just the struggle, the work we put in, and it's never, it never was easy. That's mm. what people got to realize. It's never easy. Right. Let me tell you what I love about the book. And I didn't read the whole thing, but I did capture pieces of it because I just got it on Sunday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's two things I love about it, actually. One is the stories are written so well that you could you feel like you could place yourself in the situation. Right? right. It, they're so, so the stories are great. You're a great storyteller. Um, and they're transparent. Right. They're very authentic, right? right? Mm -hmm. So good, bad, or ugly, it's like you feel like you're there and you feel like you're getting your real side of the story. And I just love that about how you wrote. So thank you. So me and Frank, uh, another thing, I get a lot of parents saying they buy, is you can buy for your kids like 12 and up, 13, you know, letting their kids read the book. So and I think Trey Young, dad, read the book and he posted like every guy who played the NBA should read because it, it, it humble you it, it tell you a lot of ins and outs and you know once you're still playing the game still you still can learn as mm. you go yeah absolutely so speaking of doing good and, and giving back and all that let's talk a little bit about your foundation why'd you start the foundation and uh, and who's who's benefiting from it uh, a lot of people gonna benefit from it <laughs> so starting my foundation uh, I've been there the last 25 years uh, giving my name to different foundations. They auction me off at different like uh, dinners, golf tournaments, events. So they auction me off and it was, you know, someone might pay 15, 20,000 for the auction so that I go cook for like 50 people. So that was going on so long. As on. I said, let me just, just start my own foundation. Ah, so th this okay. year was my breakout year. I started a year ago. So we did All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. We did three days of different events. Um, so, you know, we went around and get some sponsors. People had me on hold, this and that. So I said, okay, I'm going to do what we got to do. Once who come first early, I'm going to show them a lot of love. And just, you know, I had to come in my pocket. I brought one of my chefs in from New York, my, went to school with me. Another chef from West Virginia and myself. So that weekend, we probably cooked for like 2,000 people for the whole events and stuff. And we went to a shelter and cooked for like 500. Oh, wow. And uh, we just got it done, you know, with my niece and my cousin who running the foundation and a couple of guys from New York, the president involved with me. So we just, you know, try to go back out and get back to the inner city. I uh, went to my high school. We did a pet rally, give a scholarship 
to uh, to kids go to college. Um, you know, we're just trying to whoever call if we can help, we do. That's what we. It's like open house foundation. And, Got it. You know, Got we it. just try to show love. Got it. So anybody basically in need. Yeah, in some they, kind of way, we'll it. try to help you. Dang, I love that. I love the fact, though, that you went and cooked at the homeless shelter. Oh, yeah, I do that. I, I've been doing that for, so that is another project I'm doing. That's the Oak Out Hunger. Um, we go to different shelters, so with families. And um, we we hit uh, Philly. We did Louisville. We did the uh, Final Four. We did um, Nashville. And some of these places we've been to before, so we we go back. We always said we coming back. We did Skip Row for the Super Bowl. We fed 800 people. We got the TV for the people at Skip Row to watch the game. We made the meal. We barbecued all day. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, so first of all, thank you for doing that. Congratulations on Thanks. that, and yeah. to be able to. Um, it's one thing to be able to have a certain level of celebrity, and a lot of people have foundations. You know, everybody's, well, oh, yeah. got, everybody's got a foundation. But when you can really point back to, to what your foundation is doing and giving back, right, then that's something. there's something to be said for that. For real. For real. No, because, so, you know, some foundations just have the name for the, you know, Well, I think the purposes. key to my foundation is whenever we go do a cooking event or this and that, I'm the head chef. So it's you. You're Ooh, showing I'm up. Head on. The... I'm hands-on. Chef Oakley, that's what I'm talking about. I'm putting them gloves on. I'm doing whatever I got to so, do. So would you say you need an enforcer in the kitchen, too? I'm in for, uh, definitely in the kitchen. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm in talking the about. the basketball, they can call fouls and stuff. In the kitchen, ain't no fouls. No fouls? No. Nah, Nothing? I, I get them out the way. You're not putting raisins <laughs> in potato salad? Boom, boom. Get out oh, the way. Oh. No, I put raisins in my bread pudding. You, can put, you can put raisins in your um, coleslaw. Yeah, you put raisins yeah, in Yeah, I ain't put none in my... Uh, none in the potato salad. No, no, no. Some people put apples in it, celery. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So this is interesting because we know, and when I go back and I look at all the different, your engagements and interactions, mm-hmm. and you bump head with people, right? It's them. It's not you. We know. It's always it's them. It's not you. But you and Jordan hit it off yeah. from the back. Yeah. And, like, why do you think you guys were able to strike such a kinship and so quickly that has lasted, where with some other people it's been like, you know who. touch and go? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? I don't know, uh, because I played against him, I played with him. And, and the most important thing in my book was him doing the forward. And people were like, wow, you know. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, a big we, deal. We, we was doing the book, people like, you know, some people don't get forward. So, um, I see Muxy just did a book. He got uh, Steph Curry and Lonzo Mourning. So, and we was talking. I was like, well, I'm going to start with my man Mike and this book. And they said, you already know what he's going to do? I said, no, I'm asking. I mean, I don't think that we have a bad relationship. I think right. the relationship is 100, always been 100. And uh, But just, you know, over our career, the, the being competing against one another is just the competitive, you know, night in, night out, we play one another. We always played them in the playoff a lot in the 90s. Yeah. We just couldn't get over the hump. They beat us. They had, you know, they, they always said the guy with the best play always win, and that mm. wouldn't happen. He was better than Patrick, and he showed on the court, and we got a chance to go to the final. The year he went to baseball, but we lost to Houston. But uh, we just had a lot in common. We just tough-minded and real competitive. You know, he better better skill, this and that, but – I don't give up because the guy got better skills. Right. I still work, and I just show him. Well, there's that. a collaboration clearly that that happens. Yeah, and I showed him that it ain't gonna be easy, but you know he's he's a talker. And, you know we have we have our fun time, and 
you know, I think since we both retired, he talked more now. I'm less a talk. But in this book, I'm talking. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm bringing the smoke. You are bringing yeah. all the smoke. That ain't no problem. <laughs> that ain't but, no problem. But I love, too, when I, I read the, I did read the foreword last night, and I was just kind of looking back over it, and one of the, 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 the overarching idea in this is that he has a true respect for what you brought to the game and for what you brought to him as a player. Like, that's clear, right? He really respects you. And you also see the, the friendship that's, right, that's yeah. built out of that. And you can't always, to be able to grab that, grasp that from words, it's one thing for him to sit here and say, oh, you know, Oka's my guy. You know, he's there's a reason he's the enforcer, blah, blah, blah. But for somebody to actually be able to capture that right, in words, yeah. That's a big, that's huge. It's and Michael a great Jordan, compliment. It's just I mean, like I said, doing the forwards is great. I mean, you know, um, even like I had to like, wow, stretch my hair and pull my hair out to get somebody to do the forwards. Like, I like, you, you like, you like sweet potato pie or you like apple pie? <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get pie. Both of you are going to get pie. So my thing with why I said that with him and LeBron, I call one Frosted Flake or one Corn Flakes. <laughs> which one's now, the who's who? Flakes. Oh, no, 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 no. Who's, who's the corn one? and who's the frost? Yeah. Well, Michael is the frost of flakes. LeBron's corn flakes. Wow. Why? Why? Why, why is LeBron the corn flakes? I said, well, Mike is the corn flakes. Oh, Mike is the corn why flakes. Why is Mike the corn flake? Old corn school. Flake. Old school. No, because corn flakes is before frosted flakes. Corn flakes. Oh. Frosted flakes is Mike and corn flakes is LeBron. I said at the back. Oh, okay. Oh, You're okay. confusing us. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can that you was pick a math a flake? Frosted flakes, Mike. Corn flakes Can you LeBron. please pick a flake? So huh? why frosted? Is it because he was cold? Or? <laughs> no, it's just, you it said respect your elders. Okay. So Mike is the oldest. Mike got six straight reigns. Mike, I mean, six MVPs. Mike never lost in the final. Mike is, you know. His brand stand for itself. Like, you know, LeBron got his his global network stuff. So what he doing? But Mike just Mike just people like Mike because he played eighty to ninety. They feel like this two thousand basketball is different. That's right, and it is. So my thing is, they feel like Mike had a tougher road to go down. Mike went down a dirt road. LeBron went down eighty five. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ain't no dust on 85. Okay. <laughs> you like that, huh? <laughs> you like that, huh? You like that, huh? It came up, you know, like a little cake. It started rising. It? You started to be like, <laughs> okay, why he said a dirt roll in 85? He saw my You know, a dirt roll, it got rocks, dust, yeah. and hold. Yeah. 85 is smooth. That's so. right. Man, That's yeah. cool. Uh, like, what, what is a, I remember you could punch somebody in the face and get like a $2,000 fine. Now that is a whole press conference. Like, <laughs> that is. Oh, you're done. Yeah, yeah. It's Getting canceled. canceled. It's yeah. like getting canceled. God forbid. But no, it's just I, LeBron. He did so much for the game off the court. Yeah. And made people better life and stood up, stand up for a lot of social justice stuff. Yeah, with the school and uh, you know his school in in Akron, Ohio, and he keep turning over doing stuff for special situations for you know special people, and it just say. He's, he's a big time guy. And you know, yeah. I got a question and, for you. And you know, we got to take a break. It's Go ahead. We got to take a quick break. But I did want you to comment real quick on Kobe because you know, I mean, obviously that was a huge. Yeah, Kobe. I mean, people love Kobe because Kobe came in the league and he simulated his game at the mic. And everybody was trying to compare. Mike and LeBron should be Kobe, Kobe and Mike. Mike. There you go. That's why I asked. No one was crazy yeah, enough I, to be like. You want to compare somebody with, with LeBron? It got to be Magic. Mm. 
Mm. Which actually makes a lot so more sense. So if you go with Kobe and Mike, you still got Mike. Then you go with Magic and LeBron, you still got Bron and Mike at the end of the day. It's like, right. it's like it's just like the play in. The winner to play the winner. Yeah. I mean, you know, the loser play the loser, but it'll be Kobe and Magic. Because Mike and, and LeBron won. won. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the play in. Yep. Yep. And that's why I wanted <laughs> that's what I wanted to ask. You said exactly what I thought you were going to say. Guys, we got to take another quick break. I can't believe this time is almost over. It's according to it's over the top. Another, Look, I'm having so much fun. One. I'm calling my other shows. <laughs> over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM at iHeartRadio. Don't go anywhere, but we're about to close this thing out, guys. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Man, we are back, 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 back. And uh, I got to tell you, I don't want to leave again, but we've got to. We spent the last two hours talking and listening and engaging and laughing with, I'm just going to call it, I'm going to say the best, the best rebounder, <laughs> the best power forward, the best enforcer, the last enforcer. I think the only. Only one the enforcer. Only that was going to be the name enforcer. of the book at first. Though. I thought you, okay. They said you've been like, you know, they, they be, I said it should be. They said, don't, they said don't push it, huh? Nah, we had five names. That was definitely one of the five. One of the so five. We just took the, you know, conservative name. Well, listen, we <laughs> we are we were happy to have you on the show Thank today. You. Glad to be Please here. tell us again how people can get your book, The Last yes. Enforcer. How do they find your your um, um, foundation? Well, foundation, yep. you know, we own everything: IG, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, the book is on Instagram. I mean, I'm saying Instagram. It's at, <laughs> at Barnes and Noble, <laughs> and it's at Amazon. But on Instagram, we do post a lot, so the book is there. But you can, you can't order it there, but you can go see the front page. Uh, it's a nice cover. But uh, it is. Hey, it's a book. It's hey, if you miss out on this one. You're gonna be real mad at yourself. So, uh, you know, hey, Christmas coming. I know it's about eight months away, but you still can buy a book and save it to Christmas or whatever. But uh, you're gonna like the surge. Keeping it real, the real, yeah. the real, the last one, the only one, and uh, hey. I should have been in the ring fighting somebody. You're about to be in the ring fighting <laughs> this somebody. Isn't, this isn't a game. We really going to make this happen. This is not a game. Do okay. you think this is a game? I'm going to reach out to Kenny and Ernie, okay? Y'all reach out to Shaq and Charles. We're going to see if we can get them all together, have a TNT-type, you know, setting. I just I was on a podcast, and I said I won't, <laughs> I won't Shaq first, then Bark. No, me and Barkley and Shaq fight the winner. I feel like that's fair, but no. The question is, y'all can't fight right back to me. That's a day rest. You got You can't fight Barkley then Shaq. No, no. <laughs> I, I, boss used to take three or four months off. We'll do that. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. He said, that, "Yeah, that, that ain't no problem." <laughs> Listen, thank you so so much. We didn't get to talk about as much about your your cooking, Oak in the kitchen. So you got to come back so yes. we can talk more about that. Yes, and you and I got to get in the kitchen. Yeah, I, matter of fact, I just shot that show on Fox Soul, chopping up with Oakley. Cooking celebrities' favorite meals, so it was, it was start up, you know. You hey, gotta start something. Kobe came in with Charlotte with the LA. What he do? There you go. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. go. The rest there is history. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, look, you're welcome back here anytime. I'm looking forward to the fall because you are gonna come on the According to Michelle show, on uh, yes. the TV show. So we're okay. looking forward to that. But thank you. thank you so much for coming in. No problem. And uh, I mean, this is 
This is oh yeah. Time together, just to have a laugh or sing a song. I'm gonna try my best to remember this song. <laughs> Before you know it, it's to say so long. I should know all the. I can't believe I, I don't know you. the words yet. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. I don't know the words yet. Thank you, Instagram. Facebook or Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, I was like, wow. Thank you so much <laughs> for tuning in. Tell all your friends to follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis. You can watch Over the Top live. You can tune in on Really 1100 AM. You can catch us on the internet. You can go on uh, iHeartRadio and listen live. You can catch the podcast on any of your favorite platforms. We are literally everywhere. You can catch me on Black is the New Green every Wednesday at 1230 Radivision.com on the VTV network on mm, Amazon. Another one. And Keep Roku. Going. Keep going. I mean, according to Michelle, I mean, like, Keep we going. are literally everywhere. <laughs> there is no excuse for you not to have empty dubs in your life. The only reason, the only word, the only place we're not at is the rock you're hiding under. So there yeah, you go. Get I under like me. that. Get from good job. That's why you got to keep good people around you. Listen, guys, I'm hungry right now. I'm out. We'll see you next week. Peace out, y'all. You've been Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.